these are. <laughs> no fear. No political correctness. No wokeism. You're listening to Underground USA. Before we get to this morning's segment of the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, need to make a comment about the State of the Union address and Joe Biden's performance. Specifically, the response that the Republican delegation gave to him when he lied about Social Security and Medicare. Give this a listen. I think it was an appropriate response of outrage at a blatant lie. Some of my Republican friends want to take the economy hostage. I get it. Unless I agree to their economic plans. All of you at home should know what those plans are. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you, anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if, if Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're, we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, an independent, a libertarian, Green Party member, whatever. We cannot just blindly vote for our candidate if he is a blatant liar. Joe Biden has proved over the years that he's not only a plagiarist, He's a fiction writer. He is a liar. This is a perfect example. Republicans in the House and the Senate have gone out of their way to say that they are not touching Medicare or Social Security. Yet the President of the United States, supported by the Democrat Party, insists on repeating this lie again and again and again. If you look at Hakeem Jeffries' Twitter page, it's all over that. Republicans want to take away your Medicare, want to take away your Social Security. It's a lie. Republicans are on record as saying it's a lie. Yet the media just keeps reporting it, and the Democrats keep saying it, to the point where you had the President of the United States saying it during a State of the Union address. Well, the Republican response was a good one, and we have to keep that up. A lot of people are disappointed at the lack of decorum, but it comes to the point, if you're going to lie blatantly in a State of the Union address, there needs to be very vocal pushback. So let's ask a little bit more of our politicians. Spin is one thing, blatantly lying is another, and we've gotten to the point where politicians are just blatantly lying. We can't stand for that. That's not the way our government is supposed to be. That's not even the way our politics is supposed to be. 
The progressive left, which is now the fascist left, has brought us to this point where they want us to believe lying is acceptable, just as long as they win. Well, we can't let that happen. We have to push back, demand the truth, demand their fidelity to the truth and the facts, and force them to make their case going into an election, rather than just trying to scare the populace into voting for them. That's what they've been doing the last bunch of cycles, and it's got to stop. Right now, this morning's segment on the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce. Frank Salvato from UndergroundUSA.com. Yippee-yo, Carl Petty. Okay, bye, guys. Bye-bye. There you go. Okay. Now, it's a pretty comfortable night here where we're at. Uh, let me see here. What is it now? It's uh, 68 degrees. How about you? Yeah, it's a little bit cooler than that, but it's not a bad evening. Okay, yeah, it's, it's a nice yeah. night in Florida. Now, you got a lot of rain to the east of you, I think. That's okay. We can use it. Okay, because it's raining pretty hard up there in one of the areas, and uh, that's uh, going to go up the coast, and it looks like we're going to have maybe some kind of a weekend extravaganza up in New England. Well, Mr. Frank, we have still got the balloon-itis, if you will. <laughs> we found out more about the balloon, which is uh, kind of really getting interesting. Now, uh, we're now hearing that we were told some U2s had made multiple passes by the balloon to see what was uh, what they could locate that was on it. And uh, this thing was definitely carrying devices capable of gathering intelligence. And uh, its manufacturer is connected to the Chinese military. Uh, this was no, by stretch of any imagination, a weather balloon. Not even close. To paraphrase Casablanca, I am shocked. <laughs> I am shocked that there's gambling here at Rick's Cafe Americana. Mm -hmm. You know, the Chinese government has a horrible relationship with the truth. They just do. From their denial that they use slave labor in, in the indentured servitude of the Uyghurs and the Tibetans to Wuhan and COVID to weather balloons that just go off course at 18 different places around the globe. Mm -hmm. They can't be trusted to tell the truth. You can't negotiate with them because they don't come from a place of truthfulness. And, and quite frankly, they're on an aggressive war footing with just about every Western civilized country on the globe. They believe it's their time. They've, they've co-opted the, the greed merchants of the World Economic Forum with the use of their hybrid communist capitalist economic system that gets to be manipulated at the will of the user and going for it. They see the United States as very weak. You see them cozying up to Russia to keep us involved over in Europe. Experts have said we're going to have a tough time fighting a two-theater war at this point in time. So they're going for it. And to listen to anything they have to say about anything that they're doing, you've got to be out of your mind. Well, we got a lot of those people out there for sure out of their mind. <laughs> you know, I mean, when it comes to China, I mean, when have they been ingenuous with us or anybody in the West? Which leads to a very good question. If they've got a problem with the truth, and they're always looking for a leg up to harm the West, 
why have they been so benevolent and in investing in things that the Bidens are interested in? Well, because they're birds of a feather. Now, there you go. Mm -hmm. That should answer a lot of questions about, about why the, our nation is in the state that it's in. Yep. You mentioned liar and all that sort of stuff. And, uh, you know, you don't know if they can tell the truth. That's the Biden uh, clan right there. And by there the way, you go. and by the way, as we go to break, I will say this and uh, we'll take the break. Is is Hunter Biden a national security threat? Yes or no? This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to a fellow brother of the badge, Matt Bruce, on the Captain's America Third Watch. Did you know that Yopon is the only tea plant indigenous to the United States? Hi, I'm CJ, the owner of Emerald Coast Tea Company. We have a line of Yopon teas and Yopon tea blends that will open your eyes to tea that is literally made in the USA. Check out our entire line of teas at www.emeraldcoastteacompany.com. Honey, this ain't your mama's tea. News, insight, passion. AM 930, The Answer. This is Frank Salvato from Underground USA, and you're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch with Matt Bruce, heard by over 2 million people coast to coast and around the world every night. Captain, let's do it. Okay, we are going to do it. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends up at Moss Family Automotive. All right, and uh, let's go back here to Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. Good morning, Mr. Frank. Mr. Captain. Uh, my my mind must have been in an ESP mode here because guess who's on the line? <laughs> oh, I'm going to say Backham and Bob. That's it. Okay, Backham and Bob, what's going on? Yes, sir, Captain. Just wondering, the federal government can cut off money to the states, is that correct? Yes. Do the states... I know people file individual tax returns and send money to the government, but do the states actually send money to the government from any from various sources? Yes, they do. Well, if the federal government can cut off money to the states, why can't the states cut off money to the federal government? Well, they can, and we can get into that right away because I know Frank's. I know where Frank's going to go with this. Okay, anything else? The other thing I'm thinking, since Texas is actually theoretically a country by itself that has decided to be within the states, if I. I don't know if I'm correct on that assumption or not. Texas would be in an ideal situation to do that. All right, that's it. All right, well, Texas is operating under their state sovereignty by building the wall, right, Frank? Well, yeah, and that, that's, that gets a little complicated as we move away from their joining the Union. They join the Union as a country. Uh, it's codified in their Constitution, but because of how it's enjoined with the United States, it gets a little gray there. That said... Every single state has the ability to do this through nullification. Yep. Nullification is not something that is outlawed. There's no legal aspect that goes against it. There are just damages the federal government can do to a state if they invoke nullification. We've already seen the precedent for it. Mm -hmm. California has nullified federal law in, in their ignoring of the immigration process. Yep. So is Illinois and New York. Mm -hmm. So nullification has been exercised. They just don't call it that in the media. Yep. 
the problem with nullification, and he hit on this with the taxes, the federal government has the right through law to collect taxes. It's not supposed to be different for everybody. That's unconstitutional, and that's never been challenged. Mm -hmm. The, The Constitution says it has to be equal for everybody, but they do have the right to collect taxes. Nothing in the Constitution says it has to be directly from the citizen. It can be remitted in bulk from the states if the states would figure out, get some deep minds together, figure out how to make federal tax monies go through the state capitals so that the states can say, well, you know, the the citizens are only liable for enumerated things. Mm -hmm. Federal government just can't keep taxing and taxing and taxing. The Constitution's finite. It says these are the obligations of the federal government. So we're nullifying things that aren't constitutionally mandated and keeping those federal dollars Mm -hmm. at the state level and remitting what is constitutional. Now let's have that, let's have that argument in front of the Supreme court. Mm -hmm. But if you want to, you want to neuter the federal government, everybody still has to file their tax forms, but the states themselves would say, we are holding back this money because what you're taking it for is unconstitutional. Mm-hmm. And boy, doesn't that fix a lot of things. <laughs> Florida doesn't bail out Illinois, doesn't bail out New York, doesn't bail out Detroit, doesn't bail out San Francisco, because that money's not there to bail them out. Mm-hmm. California, Illinois, New York have to deal with their own fiscal irresponsibility. Right. State legislatures in Florida, Texas, Tennessee, Arkansas, South Dakota, Missouri. Yeah, you could craft this stuff and go toe-to-toe with the federal government. I know it sounds daunting, but when you take the Achilles heel, which is the spendthrift mentality of the people in Washington, D.C., when you hack at the Achilles heel, the giant falls pretty quick. So I've got a question here from Tammy. I don't know where she's from. But it's spelled T-A-M-I, so thanks for the question, Tammy. Will a convention of states solve this problem? Convention of states will do a lot. you got to remember that in order to get the convention of states ratified and, and go to convention, it all has to be on what's already been proposed in, in each state for the convention of states. Now, term limits? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's a, there's a provision in what's before all of the states now that has to do with fiscal responsibility and reining in federal government on, on federal spending. Mm-hmm. So, yes, to, to a large extent, it will, but it doesn't take the place of nullification. Okay, so we answered her so, question. So, yes, we, so, yes, we support, I support at least, the Convention of States wholeheartedly. Well, I would like to see it done so that we could get something accomplished at least and, and bring the states together. And remember, this is a convention of states can't go rogue for the specific reasons I've just stated. Correct. The only thing that can be brought to the Florida Convention of States is what has been put on the agenda through the the, the state acknowledgement process. Mm-hmm. So this idea, and the left loves to do that, and some establishment people on the right love to say it too. Oh, it's going to go rogue, and they'll throw away the Constitution. A convention of states has nothing to do with a constitutional convention. It is a convention of states to affect amendments to the Constitution that, once again, would have to go and be ratified by the states. 
Right. So there is no threat of a, of a we're going to lose the Constitution. Anybody who says that doesn't know what they're talking about. So Joe Biden comes to Florida, comes to Tampa yesterday, proceeds <laughs> to try to shoot down our governor, shoot down our way of life, shoot down our standard of living, tell everybody how bad we've got it. We don't have it as good as we think. And uh, our, our government's lying to us and our governor's no good. I mean, how soon could we get that guy out of, out of, out of town here? See, he went to the wrong place. He needed to make that speech at It's a Small World in Orlando. That's right. Because it's that much fiction. Mm -hmm. You'll come down to Florida and gaslight people when they have the best economy in the country. Nope. We've done it correctly here in Florida. Mm -hmm. So to have him land and say you're doing it all wrong, well, maybe we're doing it all wrong for a communist country. Mm Mm-hmm. He's all about socialism and and getting along with the Chinese and their capitalist communist economic system. Yeah, I guess we don't measure up and we don't measure up to to the the bar that China has set for the world here in free Florida. Mm-hmm. All he brought to all to Florida yesterday was a traveling comedy show, and I don't think it was booked for a second night. No. And uh, can you stick around for another segment? You bet. Okay, because we're going to be going to break here any second. Oh, to answer your question about uh, Hunter Biden, is, right. is, is he a national security threat? Yep. Yeah, I always give crack addicts national security clearance. Yeah, there's, that's a good one. That's a good one. All right, Frank, you hold on, folks. I'll be right back with more with Frank Silvato, undergroundusa.com. By the way, if you want to opine, the telephone number is 877-969-8600. Kathy, take us to break. You're listening to the Captain's America Third Watch, heard live right here on this station from 2 to 6 a.m. Eastern Time, overnight Monday through Saturday. Call 877-969-8600 and tell us what's on your mind. When it comes to making plans, you are the best. What about those round trips, which are perfect on your way there and perfect on your way back? Or those meetings with friends, surprise parties, camps, birthdays. The same way you plan for the important moments, start planning to protect you and your loved ones from a natural disaster. Sign up for local weather and emergency alerts. Prepare an emergency kit and make a family communications plan. Get started at ready.gov slash plan. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. You took the first step and quit smoking, but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. This portion of Underground USA is brought to you in part by Judson Carroll, herbalist and author. If you would like to learn about herbal medicine or cooking or gardening, homesteading, all the self-reliant skills, go to my website, judsoncarroll.com, and sign up for my free Substack newsletter. All right, back to Frank Silvato, the UndergroundUSA.com guy. Good morning, sir. Mr. Captain. You know, we were on such a roll back there talking about states' rights and the Convention of States and all that. Uh, and, of course, I always get a couple of little, little comments here from uh, people that send me a direct message when we get off on something like that. And everybody's really appreciating what we're saying right now because we're saying 
what others are afraid to talk about. And one person sent me a message here. They're from Dallas, Texas. Name is Beverly. She says, why is it that the mainstream media and some of the people even at your own network that you're talking on are afraid to talk about this? Why is it? I'd like to know that one myself. We've fallen under the impression, and this is because of the mainstream media again, that we have a centralized government here in the United States. It's not the way the framers intended for us to be. Nope. But when you give a group of people power in a centralized location, and they can keep clawing authority past the line that they're supposed to be reined in by, eventually you do have a centralized government. That's where we are today. Mm -hmm. So why are people afraid to talk about the power of the states and the way it's supposed to be? Mm -hmm. Because they favor centralized government. Half the nation favors free stuff, quote-unquote. Nothing's free. Everything comes paid by the taxpayer. Somebody, yeah. Somebody, yeah. It's, it, it goes along with the, with the canard that the government can create jobs or create benefits. The government doesn't create anything. They take our tax money, and they use it to do things. Mm -hmm. They don't create jobs unless you work for the federal government. The government can't create jobs. The private sector creates jobs. They don't create benefits. They keep talking about entitlements. We mentioned this before, Social Security and Medicare. They didn't, that's not an entitlement. We paid for these things. Mm -hmm. This is stuff that we did. So the federal government likes to take credit for it. As they claw more power to the federal government that was never enumerated in the Constitution, mm -hmm. and now we are, we live in a place where the status quo is that we have a centralized federal government. We don't. We're 50 separate states with 50 separate constitutions, and we're supposed to be a little bit different in every state. What works for people in California absolutely positively doesn't work for people in Texas and Florida. Yep. What works for people in Illinois doesn't work for people in Louisiana. Mm -hmm. But that's the way it's supposed to be. We're, we're supposed to have these different personalities in every state. Beverly was talking about, you know, why are people afraid to talk about it? Remember the uproar over Roe v. Wade? Yeah. Oh, well, the federal, they're trying to outlaw this. Well, that's a centralized government mentality that we've been instilled with through the federal government and the media. We're supposed to have different things in the states. If people in Texas don't want to have abortion 15 weeks after the child's born, then they don't have to have it. Mm -hmm. And if people, you know, is it outlawed? If you want that stuff, move to California or New York or Illinois. Mm -hmm. But you shouldn't force people to live by California values in any other state or Illinois values in any other state. So why are, the, why are people afraid to talk about it? Mm -hmm. Because they have deference to this idea of centralized government. And we don't have that in the United States. Mm -hmm. At least we shouldn't. All right. Well, I got a, a message here from John. John's in Springfield, Missouri. He says, Captain, a little while ago you were talking about banning the Chinese from owning American land. For your information, yep. our senator, Josh Hawley, is introducing a ban on Chinese companies from owning American farmland. The Missouri Republican announced that a week or two ago, and he's going to be announcing that along with legislation similar to what South Dakota Governor Kristi Noem already put through in her state. 
Yeah, and and I I hope it I hope it passes and gets signed into law. But remember who you've got in the Oval Office. Yeah, the the fool. remember who remember who you've got in control of the Senate. Mm-hmm. Again, this is why it was so important to win the Senate, and we didn't because remember Orange Man bad. We have to run against him for the next fifty years. Yep, that's what the Democrat Party is going to do. You saw he even made the State of the Union address again. Mm-hmm. Yep, he did. You know they're go they want to run against him now. We were talking about this on break. I don't think any foreign entity should own land in the United States. Only citizens should own land. Mm-hmm. If Germany wants to come and build a plant here, they can own the building, but they're going to have to lease the land. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not a unique idea. If you try to, if you buy a house in the Bahamas, you never own the land. You own the house. You could lease the land for a hundred years, but that's the limit. Mm-hmm. And they have the right to pull it back. And we should have that here. And you made the caveat, especially within a perimeter around a military base. You bet. Like they did with the missile silos up there in South Dakota, which is what started all this. So, no, a foreign entity should never be owning land in the United States. I don't care what kind of land it is. Mm -hmm. The only land that can be sovereign to a foreign nation is an embassy. And that's it. Mm -hmm. Yep. And by the way, BMW, uh, Mercedes are built in what's called foreign trade zones. You familiar with that term? Yeah. And remember who came up with that? I do. And those foreign trade zones are actually independent entities of the comp, of the country that the company is from. So technically we've got Mercedes. I guess that's Germany, right? Yep. We got BMW and I guess that's Germany too, right? Yep. All right, and then we got Volkswagen, and we uh, that's Germany, correct? Yeah. Then we got Nissan, and I believe that's uh, Japan. Yeah, you're going you're going man in the high castle on me, baby. Yeah, and then we got Kia. Okay, we got all these little places where these plants are. Those are foreign trade zones that they've declared in there. That's a that's actually part of uh, uh, South Korea and and so on and so forth. What needs to do is this: the lands themselves must be nationalized. And if you want to make that a technicality, great. But mm-hmm. it needs they need to be sovereign America's soil. You want to give them tax breaks on this land? That's mm-hmm. your business. Although I don't believe the federal government should be involved in any state business when it comes to that at all. Mm-hmm. Again, I, the federal government needs to be neutered. It, and it needs to be neutered in a very bad way. We don't have a centralized government in the United States. We're not supposed to have it. Mm-hmm. What, what Illinois wants to do for, for a trade zone, that's their business. But a federal law saying foreigners can't own land, absolutely. Okay, my friend, here comes the music. I'll talk to you on Monday. Have yourself a great weekend, and I hope your team wins in the Super Bowl. <laughs> stay full, my friend. Yeah, okay, you stay out of it. All right, thank you very much. Frank Silvato, UndergroundUSA.com. I'll be right back. You're in the right spot for tomorrow's news tonight and breaking news as it happens with retired New York Fire Rescue Captain and World Trade Center attack survivor Matt Bruce right here on the Captain's America Third Watch. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, leave a comment and a rating if your platform lets you, and go over to undergroundusa.com and sign up for our Substack. It comes directly to you, circumventing all of the censors and going into the silly season of the 2024 election cycle. That's going to be more important than ever. My name is Frank Salvato. We'll be right back after this.
This podcast is a production of the Compass Point Group.